Good morning. Welcome to the very first episode of Meanderings. My name's Sarah Spargo. I'm delighted to be here and also very surprised. We came to this area, we now live in Bond Beach, about six months ago, and it was a complete complete whim. We've been living in Brunswick for many years. We thought that we were destined to live there, live an urban life. We loved it, had great neighbours, wonderful coffee shops, restaurants, everything you could think of. And one day, about this time last year, we were on a little road trip, randomly popped into a real estate open for inspection. And in the space of half an hour, this was two weeks before the auction, I fell in love with the house, fell in love with the area, met some neighbours and thought, this is my future. Darling, we're bidding on this house. <laughs> my husband was a little taken aback because we hadn't finished our renovation on our house in Brunswick. But he told me after a while that he loved me so much, he was very happy to do whatever I wanted. Let that be a lesson to you, husbands out there. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my backstory today, which will set the scene for what future episodes are going to be. I did some medical studies and trained as a doctor here in Melbourne. I then went to live in France for 12 years. My first husband was French, and I hear he still is. In France, I worked as a psychotherapist. I had two children. Uh, then there was a challenge of returning to Australia with two young kids, which was wonderful, really lovely. And uh, then for almost 20 years, I've been working closely with surgeons as an assistant surgeon, doing operations from orthopaedics, uh, tumour surgery, obstetrics, gynaecology. The other thing that's interesting that I will return to is um, an incident that happened about three years ago. But first of all, let me play you something French. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street For a coffee and something nice to eat Yeah, the pizzas are great In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Station Street Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now It's a pizza It's a mystic pizza And thank you, Freddy Freddie at Freddy's actually sustained me through the whole first few months of living here. I would drive by on my way to work, get my coffee, have a little chat with him and Rosa. It's just the most wonderful place for a coffee. Thank you, Freddie. Shout out to you. So again, a little bit about living here and the community feel and obviously the, the beach side. It's just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, one of the things we found in our community was uh, just a delight to get together. And uh, in fact, uh, I was able to thank some of our wonderful neighbours for their community spirit in hosting a little coronation party last night. We had dozens of people all in their best tiaras and it was a bit of a hoot. Uh, we didn't mind if people were Republican or Royalist. It was all about just looking at this incredible pageantry and just a lovely thing to do. And that is a little bit about, uh, link, links into one of the major themes of, of this show, which is transitions. And uh, 
clearly there's many transitions in people's lives. Sometimes they're things that we look forward to. Sometimes they're things that take us aback and are complete surprises. Sometimes the rug gets whipped out from under your feet. You fall down. You think, what on earth am I going to do now? One of my areas of interest when I used to work as a therapist was helping people find inner resources and strengths to get through such challenging transitions. And uh, I'm constantly uh, just so full of heart and hope when I see what people are actually able to do when confronted with difficulty. And uh, one of the future episodes, or probably a few of them, will involve talking to people in that field, psychological practitioners, a little bit about uh, tips that we can use in our everyday life to live better, feel better, find inner strength, and so on and so forth. Uh, It's a little bit different to the work I do now, which is in the surgical arena. And uh, a lot of the surgeons I work with like to quip that I used to work with uh, psychological patients when I lived in France, and now I just work with the psychology of the surgeons. Anyway, I've got another little song for you, and I will play that right now. And here it is. Uh, Mark, it's Witt from Spiderbait here. Uh, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Uh, are you are you talking to me? No. What I said is, are you talking to me? <laughs> well, I'm the only one here. So, who the hell are you talking to? Are you talking to me? <laughs> Listen in every Thursday night at six pm. And that was, of course. Robert Palmer, A Bad Case of Loving You, which I popped in because it's about doctors and our love for doctors. Some of us have a bit of a love-hate relationship, but I'm going to tell you a little story that means that it really shows how much I appreciate everything behind everything we know in the medical field. As I said earlier, I work as an assistant surgeon in uh, mostly orthopaedic, plastic, obstetric gynaecology fields. And uh, one of the most wonderful lists that I have done was working with one of the professors at St Vincent's Hospital Fitzroy. And I worked with him for many, many years. We did joint replacements, tumour surgeries. Bone tumours are exceedingly rare, but not when you're the professor. You get them fairly often. And uh, it was the sort of list where the, the stakes were fairly high, the expectation was very high, and the team was absolutely solid. And this was a day we went along about three years ago and uh, we had, I think, six joint replacements to do. Started nice and early, just after seven. And towards the end of that procedure, I was getting ready to step in and do my suturing at the end and I got a strange case of double vision. Now you think, okay, so there must be something in my eye, so you're blinking away, you can't touch your eyes because it's all sterile. And then I felt a little odd and realised I couldn't actually coordinate myself. The thing to do when this happens and you're in a sterile environment, first of all, is to step back and no longer be part of it. So I stepped back and I said to the professor, I'm stepping back because I've got a strange case of double vision. And he said to me, look over at me. And I was trying to figure out if I should look at the professor on the left or the professor on the right. And he said very quietly but firmly, I think we'll get a CT scan. Now, what was going through my head at that time, as my left arm and my left leg started to lose any sense of purpose, I thought, oh no, please, I don't want this to be the day where I'm diagnosed with a brain tumour. And uh, what happened was, uh, it was towards the end of the surgery, everything was closed up, 
Uh, he managed to get me onto a trolley and with his professorial oomph, we went straight to the stroke service at the next door hospital at St Vincent's Fitzroy, where I had a scan and it turned out I was having a stroke. The importance of this is that, as you, as you know, uh, when a stroke happens, is either a bleed or a clot. And the treatments for these two options are opposing. So you can't actually treat anything until you know what's what. So I had my scan within 15 minutes of this happening and I was immediately put on the appropriate blood thinning protocol and within minutes I could see straight, I could move my arms and legs and I was out of the woods. Now, what does this mean? It means, first of all, time is critical. Secondly, it means, for me, it meant in an existential sort of manner, there is so much that can go wrong in life. And sometimes you're at the right place in the right time. And this certainly what happened was what happened to me that day. The other thing is uh, the, an exploration of qualities in humanity. People just leap in, do the right thing, and sometimes, again, you can be incredibly lucky. So I have another little song for you, which is a little bit cheeky, and here it goes. This is Mindy Mong Wong. You're listening to Radio Karam. And back to me. Hello there. So I thought that just to end this very first broadcast, I'd allude to the fact that uh, amongst the many lessons in having suffered a stroke and recovered, there's a little bit about how do we live and how do we accommodate ourselves to challenge the challenges that arrive I think the main thing I have discovered, and I will revisit this in future episodes, is that one can live very broadly. You can travel, you can meet lots of people, you can do lots of things. And when that becomes a little more difficult, you can actually live more deeply, take a little time, slow things down, and there's worlds in every single moment and so much to discover in life. There's never a problem if you just have a little bit of attention. Sorry, that sounds a little bit too simplistic and it's not simple, but it's something that we will look at later on. Uh, it's also been very interesting having a look at how society works as a whole, probably particularly here in Australia, but it as a general reflection of around the world and how can we take directions to improve what society is actually doing. But that's just a quick 10-minute discussion. Don't worry about that. Anyway, here I am. In my home community, Karam, uh, Bond Beach, Chelsea, always wonderful. I'd like to give you one song to finish up with, which reminds me so much of the intense feeling of inspiration and possibility that I found on that 
random day when we found the house that we now live in. Hello, my name is Océane. I come from Martinia and you are listening to Radio Carom. <laughs> That's it for the very first episode of Meanderings. We'll be back in a fortnight and I really hope to see you next time for the next episode of Meanderings. Thank you so much. Sky